Sally Beauty's new all-in-one hair color kits make it easy to color your hair at home. Get everything you need to color for beautifully radiant results. Loved by professionals, open to everyone. Sally Beauty. All right, welcome to Liquid Lunch on a Tuesday. It's the first Tuesday show we've done in a long time. So I had to reach out. I reached out <laughs> to uh, Arthena, who was co-hosting on Tuesdays. Because Tuesday is the only day you can co-host, right, Arthena? Yeah. <laughs> Which is perfectly normal, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, you know, like, you know, there's work that has to be done on the other days. On the other days, yeah. Yeah. And, but you're growing your hair longer. I am. It's longer and longer all the time. Yes. Well, that's the idea of growth, right? Yeah. And we were just talking how those that those were actually antennas that put you in touch with the psychic yeah. realm. Yeah. And now spirits will talk to me today. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> and in fact, the first spirit to join us on the show today is uh, Mark Martyr. Woohoo! And Mark, uh, great to see you again. Yeah, you as well. After... Um, releasing this new cd which is called uh, bluebird and um and it's uh well i don't know what can you tell us about this uh this new uh um well it's the fourth it's the fourth album i think i was here after the second one the last time i was on the show i think it was the second album had just come out um this is the fourth one and uh yeah it's, it's more more of what you liked in the past well you know it's got a very evocative cover um, is there a story behind the the cover uh, the cover photo? Uh, the cover fo- that's from Vancouver, um, Stanley Park in Vancouver, which is where oh, I was I've been there. Yay! Uh, th- uh, recently, so uh, all the albums have a certain. Uh, the first one has cover. Uh, the cover is Toronto. The second one's London, Ontario. The third one was Halifax, and yeah, this one's Vancouver. So, so we missed that one, the Halifax we that one. one. Yeah, exactly. So what happened? Uh, when you went out to Vancouver, uh, nothing. I mean, nothing spectacular. But I mean, it was it was just a great, great uh, experience living uh, out on the West Coast. So you're actually living there? Yeah, I was there for a few months. Uh, and when were you there? I was there last summer. I was there this past summer as well. It's 2015. Whoa! Yeah. Maybe we were there at the same time. See, that would have been an ooh concept right there. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so it's all it's all coming full circle now. Now we're here. I am on the show back in Toronto. And you're both with, in Toronto now with the new CD. Woohoo! So that is uh, that's great. Where did you live uh, when you were out there? Uh, a couple different places. I moved around a bit. Um, uh, the dr- commercial drive. I think it's the east east end. I was there. Like. Yeah, um, and then moved a bit closer to downtown. Um, the more, the longer I, the, the longer I stayed, the, the further, the closer and closer I got to the water. Oh yeah, yeah. Until I finally uh, came back home. Yeah, that's great. Um, do you want to uh, maybe start do a song for us and then? Uh, yeah. I, I know the songs are uh, very evocative, uh, all on their own, but. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do one from from this new record. <laughs> Another day, another night Another bird flies out of sight And say nothing comes from nothing But I've begun to wonder 
wonder if they were right In another city I sit And I watch the sun drop from the sky Yes, the road is just one long goodbye One long goodbye that I could get there Time keeps slipping from my hands And life passes through my fingers Like tiny grains of sand I see mountains in the distance And what's on the other side Getting the muck and mire of it all And here we are under the sleepy trees And we can let time stall But did the yellow moon always know That our plans would go awry Yes, the road is just one long goodbye great man thank you it's um
So this is a full. Th- you know, I was thinking. So you got eight songs on the CD, right? Yeah, but it's about forty something minutes. So yeah, like a regular yeah. LP. Exactly. Um, and. Uh, so are you doing this, is this like an intentional thing where you travel into different cities and uh, are you writing the music in those cities? Or are they all city-themed like that? They're not city-themed. Uh, I mean, I'm writing regardless of where I am. So, um, But I do enjoy uh, moving around and uh, getting to know different parts of um, the country, the world. Sort of yeah. Thing, so. And uh, so you've been uh, East Coast, Halifax, yeah. Toronto... And Toronto's your hometown, is it? Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, well, we all know Toronto yeah. to a certain extent because we all <laughs> live here. But uh, now, how are you finding, uh, say, the contrast between Toronto and Vancouver? <coughs> for one thing, yeah. I mean, I you know, it's been a long time since I've been to Halifax, so we can yeah. talk about that in a minute. But sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to. Uh, there's a lot of different, obviously, ways to 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 compare the two and sure. different subjects and different. Uh, um, categories to uh, to compare, um, but they each have their own thing going on. I mean, Vancouver is visually is, is a, it's a beautiful part of the country, which is probably what sticks out to me the most yeah. uh, of everything else. Yeah, that's what p- people say. Even people from other countries, it's one of the most beautiful settings for a city. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there are parts of Vancouver that are very ugly. The city, I'm what sh- what people yeah. have done to it, right? But uh, sure. Well, any city is like that, though. Like, there's certain parts of Toronto that kind of, ugh, but then there's other parts that are, like, amazing. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> what about the culture, though, culturally? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's still a Canadian, Canadian culture, so I didn't really... I know, it's true, right? Eh? It's really funny that because... much deeper. Compared to the U.S., <clears throat> I think if you go, like, say, between New York and L.A., Oh my it's God. like a different, it's a different thing, yeah. lifestyle, but it's not really that different of a lifestyle going to Vancouver. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, mean, I don't know if I was there long enough to sort of really, you know, examine it too closely. I was sort of just do my own thing, and um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if I stayed there for years and years, I'd sort of have a better uh, idea of, uh, you know, a better report to uh, to give you. Now, uh, Arthina, you were you had some questions before we came on that I wanted you to. Yeah, one, one thing that I thought was very fascinating is you have this, this lyric book. Yeah. And I was following along when you were singing just now because I have to, you know, sort of re- remember what the first line was and go, where's that song? Right. And because I, I have written poetry and self-published and stuff, and I know as a, as a music lover, we all want to know the lyrics so we can follow, follow along with our favorite, you know, right. musicians. This concept is amazing. So you sell these books at, at your shows? Yeah. And online. And, yeah. and online, too. Yeah, yeah. So who came up with this, this idea, to have the actual lyric book? I mean, it was my idea to do it, but I mean, Fantastic. I'm certainly not the first person to ever do it. So, well, um, yeah. So I don't know who came up with it first. And I know who inspired me to do it. Who? Uh, well, I know Dylan has a book of lyrics. So. Yeah. But, did but I mean, for, for me, it was, it, like, I always knew I would, I would present my lyrics in, in one way. And, you know, people were, at, you know, after doing, playing up shows and, People would ask, "Oh, are your lyrics available? Or are they online?" Sort of thing. So, um, I was so I always knew there'd be there'd be some way to to present them. I just want to do it in a way that that I was happy with, and uh, and uh, and this 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 was the form I wanted to to do it in, and sort of give it this type of consideration. And um, 
like, like, like with records, like with anything else, um, you know, I could just throw a song up online and, and, and you know, have a YouTube, you know, me in front of the, my computer right. playing a song on YouTube and saying, here's my new song, here's my new album. But I wanted to the same way, like package it and say, here's the album and have the artwork and that thing go along with it. And um, I have the same sort of um, uh, respect, I guess, for my own lyrics that I wanted to, to oh, put, them, put them in this way. I think the the other really good thing about having a book of lyrics is, you know, you listen to the songs on the album, let's say, yeah. a thousand times. And then it's to the point where now it's in your head. You yeah. know the song's cold. I mean, every time you do it, ah, you know, I can do that as well because right. I've listened to it so many times. Sure. So now, let's say I'm just sitting at home. I'm like, you know... I don't really feel like vibing, you know, Mark's CD right now. Let me just read his lyrics. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the song comes back. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic. And then when people start to go to your shows, because they now have this book memorized, yeah. they can Hopefully sing right. They can sing they along with you, so you can have this sure, whole yeah. audience participation thing. Why not? Yeah. So I that's mean, fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and um, publishing books is something, you know, it's always on the back of my mind. And so I figured the, f- the first one, the transition from doing music, sort of have a music related, in this case, lyrics, was a nice way to segue into if the f- next book is a book of poetry, it's like, well, right. we've sort of, there's been a natural evolution from purely making records to a book that's connected to the records to now a book that's not connected to the records. So you're doing the opposite of Leonard Cohen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Because he's. T- <laughs> yeah. I think he's in the building today. Is he? Because I just brought him up when we were chatting. <laughs> um, okay, Mark. Uh, we'd love to hear another one. It, it's really, a, I mean, I, I just, it's such an atmospheric thing when you're playing and doing these songs. So it's uh, good. Well, I'll do one from the um, from the last record, which I had. I wasn't able to come by and, and chat about. This is the one about Halifax, right? This is the, the Halifax album. And this song sort of relates to the last one. That was called Long Goodbye, and this one's called Long Road. So. I don't know, maybe I've got some sort of a, some sort of a plot running through my head. <laughs> well, I never wanted to break your heart. And I didn't want to let you down. I've been on this road for so long That I think I've lost more than I've found And I've walked through the wind and the fog And my feet don't just bark, they roar And I've stumbled through all these back streets ever find my way to your door Is there a candle in the window Well I wonder could it be true that this long long road leads to you Well I feel a sickness in my bones I'm just so tired of all these games And 
I want to hide from all the madness and all these places and all these names. So I'll open up your letter tonight and carry it with me when I leave. down another unpaved road Well it's your heart that I wear on my sleeve Is there a candle in the window Yeah I wonder could it be true That this long long road This long, long road leads to you. So you're back in Toronto now, and uh, are you intending to go anywhere this summer? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been playing, so I've been playing shows um, over the month in Ontario and, and um, Quebec. But uh, yeah, I'd like to go travel again in, in the summer. I'm not sure, not sure where exactly, but I always have the itch to, to go somewhere. And uh, are you uh, anticipating a, a new record will come out of that? Uh, whatever. Well, we'll wherever see. they, they yeah, take you, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the next. Uh, I, I'm sure at some point there'll be another record, but uh, I'm not sure if it's the next thing. If there's a book, maybe um, coming up before that, or, or I'll do something yeah. else. I don't know. <coughs> Go into making furniture or something else. Apply myself in a different way, maybe. Well, that's uh, interesting. Are you getting sick of the music industry yet? Not that sick. you will. I'm just right. saying. Sick of it. You're, you're transitioning <laughs> of uh, to the book. I don't know if that's the if that's the right word. I mean, I hope this is a four hour segment so we can sort of really get into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. I, I can remember once I was playing at the Big Bop, yeah, and it was a blizzard, and I was carrying my heavy amp across the street, right. And I realized at that moment that music was stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I of course I'm joking, but you sure. know what I mean. It was yeah, like yeah. one of those moments just where you go, you know, I'm really. Bit, uh, <laughs> Thinking about doing something else. Yeah. 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 Like uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's not that. It's, it's, there's, um, maybe you've, I'm sure you've spoken to other musicians on the program. And it's an interesting climate, you know, environment these days when it comes to music and, and how we sort of go about our business. Um, you know, it's, 
there's, it's a wild west. It's there's a, a transitional period I think happening, and so I'm trying. I'm just trying to navigate that myself, and um, you know, seeing what's what's the best way to sort of go forward. Yeah, it's um, like so wild that, wild west because like. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot going on. I mean, we're still sort of in you know, we're still making CDs, but at the same time, we're slowly uh, not consuming uh, music in in that form anymore, right? So. It's sort of, you know, we're changing the model from, from what it's been like for, for uh, at least my generation and, and probably pre- prior to that to whatever the next thing is going to be. And we're in the middle of it right now. I feel yeah. Like. So it's, it's, we're still a lot of people are, like myself are still sort of relate more to how, how things have been and slowly being pulled into how things are, where things are going. And um, yeah, eventually we'll get there and then it'll be a different landscape. But in the, in the meantime... You know, we'll see. I mean, I know what you mean because when I was like uh, 20 years old, I would go over to a friend's house and we would. Uh, that was before the internet, of course. That was before CDs. Yeah. And so eight tracks. Was after eight tracks. <laughs> but it was like with the, the vinyl <laughs> LPs, right? And it was a real thrill. Like sure. we would come to Toronto, make special trips, even. Yeah. To go to Sam the Record Man and get some. Right, new records, and it was like it was a really exciting art form yeah. to be participating in. And then you would go and you would spend hours yeah. listening to music, right? And it seems those days. I mean, yeah. do you do that? Uh, I mean, I do get excited about new releases. I, I'm, I'm still of the, uh, I still enjoy buying records, and I still enjoy, you know, cracking the seal on a, on, on a new album and giving it a listen and going through the artwork and seeing. The, the decisions and choices that artists made, um, but yeah, you're right. I don't, you don't see it. You don't see lineups outside the store for the new, whatever release. Yeah. But you do see it for the new iPhone. You do see it right. for the new <laughs> exactly. you know, device. So we still have that excitement. It's just being, fu- you know, the focus is just on a different <coughs> sort of um, thing. And it's moved away from music right. somehow, right? And before it was music, I'm sure there was something else. So, yeah, we're, it's just, you know, that's that's the new sort of um, cool thing to sort of be excited about. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, what, what I'm not you? excited about it. So, it's I sort of, you know, it's, again, it's, it, it comes back to the to the figuring out um, what... What you might what, what makes sense to me, and, and right? What, what so, what might make sense? What are some of the things you're considering? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, like I'm always I'm always gonna, you know, create something, whether it be a book or another album. So it's it's not a question of what I do; it's a question of how I do it. I guess. You know, it's the whole creativity <laughs> thing, though, and because I'm, you know, I'm asking these questions as a musician too, sure. and I have. Well, how, so that's a good question. I mean, how you, you know, you you were a musician. You're not currently. I. I'm still doing, doing it. Doing that, but, you're, but you've found a way to do it in, in a way that, uh, you know, makes sense to you. Or yeah. You, or you haven't. <laughs> to be honest, I only got into music for the money. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say women. The, <laughs> you're <laughs> wrong <laughs> business, man. No, I know I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. I think I'm still in the wrong business. Yeah. But, um, but you um, found a different way to, to, to channel your creativity. Yeah, but I, you know, but I still think about it, and right. even creativity itself, it seems like, um, because there was a time when it seemed that there was a, a small number of people, the artists, whether they're musicians or uh, 
painters, sculptors, filmmakers, anything anything like that, or authors even. And the ones that were uh, good enough or lucky enough to get published or, uh, you know, signed uh, had a huge audience of of everybody else in the culture that would buy their product and that sort of thing. Now it seems like uh, everybody is a creative artist. Well, there's a lot more occupying a much larger space. We, we were, uh, Arthur and I were talking before about, um, you know, you know, growing up, you'd hear, again, these big, big artists that are, you know, larger than life, you know. And, but what made them so big was the fact that there was a finite access to music or finite access to movies or any, any t- type of art form. So you turn on the radio, you either turn on the country station, the rock station, or the jazz station, or whatever genre, and then they're telling you, here are the six artists that you need to know about. Yeah. And if you got onto that station, then, of course, your career was huge, and, and you were and yeah. you were a massive star, and yeah. Rolling Stones, etc. Um, but nowadays, we, our access to music isn't, uh, isn't so finite. We, have, you know, we still have those same stations, but we also have... You know, college radio stations and internet stations, and I can go on YouTube, or I can just listen to my iPod, or yeah. or I can just listen to CDs, or I can go to Reverb Nation or Bandcamp, or CBC has their radio player, and or I can tune into your state. Everybody has their own sort of podcast, you know. So there's a lot of different ways to access it, yeah. And there's a lot of music, and there obviously there's a lot of music to fill that programming. It's just you can't become so ubiquitous you know because there's it's so sort there's of so much stratified content. it's so diverse yeah. yeah it's like yeah it's like uh, if you're doing a supply and demand curve before right the supply of music was low the demand was high exactly yeah. therefore the price was in higher. a sense was high that an artist yeah. could uh, yeah. get in return but now it's like that relationship between the audience and the the creative artist is has reversed sure. right yeah so I mean, for you as an artist, what does that mean? Does that like what does that mean for you as an artist or for art in general? Mm. Like, like I said, we need to sit down for another three and a half hours. To, okay, now it's three and a half. To, well, we, we've been talking for a little bit, so down <laughs> we from can, four we hours can, to, to we three can and a half. That's it. Let's see. We um, <laughs> yeah, we're not in any hurry. Mean? Good question. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but seriously, it t- I'm struggling with that question. That's why sure. I'm, I'm actually interested in. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are struggling with it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, mean, I think it comes down to like quality and confidence when it comes to like like art. Like I mean, a lot of people, when you sort of go out there and you talk to a random Joe on the street, it's like, okay, well, what do you like about said band? Oh, I love this dance mix, and it's like, okay, well, what about the lyrics? There's lyrics. Yeah. That's, so, that's a, yeah, but I mean, but taste. but that's what the popular thing is now. Now it's about it's about the beat, it's about the hook, it's about whatever. Yeah, I and mean, there's certainly that sub subculture, that sub that section, that subsection. Oh no, but of, I'm not saying that. But I'm, but I'm saying that's the popular thing. So like, a lot of people are not aware that music or art or or writing can can come from such a soul depth to move them yeah. unless they're exposed to it, and the exposure yeah. comes from from confidence from coming on that channel and, and, and sure. talking about your stuff and as well as sitting down with your soul and saying, hey, what am I going to do? What am I going to create? What is my imprint in well, this there's, lifetime? There's, yeah, like I was saying, there's, there's a lot of music, musicians doing this, my, you know, whatever style you would call my style, there's a lot in that genre. There's, there's, there's an innumerable amount of, of great music, music happening in that way and, and like with every genre, jazz, blues, yeah. there's so many and it's just hard to sort of 
pick out the really, really great ones because there's just so much to sort of um, you know sift through. You know, again, if, if I asked if I asked you oh, go on YouTube tonight and find you know ten great artists, you could be there for hours going through a lot of yeah. less than great artists. <laughs> yes, I would. Um, so <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's not it's not just a matter of being having something worth listening to. It's it's how do you get that to people in in a large enough of a quantity that you can have a career doing it. Right. And then once you've got it, gotten it to them, um, how do you make it um, viable in terms of, of a career? How do you... So again, one, one of the ways a lot of artists aren't... You know, they know that record sales aren't the way to do it anymore. So they're touring more. Yeah. So they're finding a way. Okay, well, we're, we're going to tour more and we're going to you know sell T-shirts. And yeah, we'll have CDs. We'll have some you know, records on sale. We'll have our album available online. But we know that that's not the bulk of our of our of our business anymore so it's going to come through through to playing more shows than we've we have in the past so yeah you know it's it's there's a lot of uh figuring out these days i guess mm. now when you went to vancouver did you uh did you travel across the country or uh, t- no i i just went i just flew to flew vancouver over. and then tra- yeah. traveled a bit on the west coast but um yeah um I mean, I, I would think that would be interesting to yeah. travel, like either, sure. like on the road somehow, yeah. see the country, like at the ground level. Would well, I would love to, and and that's you know, it's on it's on the to do list, I'm sure. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to get like six friends, or actually seven, because then it's an even number. Get an RV and just go. Yeah, I want to do that too. Okay, you can be like one. I could be one, and then we need like six more. But we need uh, to f- convert the RV so it runs on water instead of gas. What about the, uh, what is it, nitrogen? I don't think that'll work. No, no, no. What's, what's that, that highly flammable gas that they're using as a fuel now? Hydrogen? No, no, no. I think it's Brown's nitrogen. Brown's gas? Because it's like, you know, one spark and kapow, right? Exactly. You've got to be careful. <laughs> Living um, dangerously. Mark, would you uh, do another song for us? We, sure. This is just uh, really enjoying this, and uh, we're in no hurry yet, so... Uh, <laughs> like a story in some old book You bewitched me with just one look Case flew south, the kid our hearts in their mouths. Yeah, one glance was all it took. And this shirt, and this dirt, and everything that's been hurt. Well, I know what it's like. Like an old deck of cards, I see your face on all the hearts as fifty-two men drag me. Beyond the stars, our song is played in all the bars Each and every day In your eyes and your sighs Those nights with long goodbyes Well, I know what it's like
fireside romance or cold December night. Blue eyes and green dresses, there's beauty in those messes. In the darkness, they'll find the light. So I walk into the sun, our past and future become one. We can forget everything that's been done. And I know what it's like. Is there a place for us somewhere beyond the bluffs where that gentle breeze never blows cold? Yes, I know what it's like. Almost just sit here all day and uh, and listen to that kind of stuff. Now you mentioned uh, before that uh, you've been playing around Toronto, Ontario, uh, and Quebec. Ontario, Quebec. Um, this past month, uh, the album came out at the beginning of March, so I was playing um, uh, this past month, and I got a few shows left um, in London and in, in Toronto at the end of uh, April. And then, yeah, like I said, well, I'm not sure what what's happening in the summer yet. Maybe some some moving around. Um, where are you going to be playing in Toronto? Uh, at Say What on April 16th. Yeah. And uh, any other gigs you want to just let us know about coming up? Uh, well, I'm in London, Ontario uh, this coming Friday. And that's about it. Yeah, it's kind of tapering off and uh, things are winding down a bit. But that's pretty good. You just released the the CD, which is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and the book itself. So, yeah, just trying to get, just trying to tell people about it and see who's interested so no plans yet you're just going to kind of uh wing it so let's see you did halifax toronto vancouver yeah london London, and uh we'll see what's next what else i mean this is like canada right so there's only one route there's only one road in canada of course there is so uh where else uh is there's no there's i mean you could always do quebec city well there's a lot of i mean yeah it doesn't have to be a big city but uh yeah there's i mean canada's huge there's there's could do white horse that's what i'm saying there's a lot to go but at the same time there's a lot of uh cool places abroad so oh yeah is there any overseas places that particularly there's there's too many too many to list that's true eh just like drop off in like barcelona and then just pick just 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 walk around why not you'll find yourself oh look i'm in portugal now and oh look i'm in morocco whatever just just wander yeah absolutely (laughs) they're close enough now you got the book of poetry here, but are you ever attracted to doing like, um, you know, like novels yeah. or something like that? Very, very attracted to that idea. Yeah. Do you have anything in the works now? Uh, well, I have a poetry in the works. Um, so yeah, and then and then I, I mean I'm always writing. Just we'll see what. But any like, like novel concepts or? Yeah, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of novels that I've written the first four pages of and then nice. abandon it for <laughs> lack of interest or, or you know life gets in the way so but yeah, um, yeah we'll see we'll see what happens uh, and I just want to ask you before because uh, you're doing the live you've been doing a number of live dates what is the live scene like um, for you and for for the kind of I guess we could call it folk music or I guess um, yeah what's it like um, 
don't know. It's hard to hard to say. I'm I mean, are the crowds coming out? Are they appreciative? Yeah. Well, I try to play in places that um, are good for that type of music. You yeah. Know? So a, ca- a smaller cafe as opposed to a bar. Yeah. Or a, like a, a theater listening room as opposed to a, you know a, a dance hall kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. So so when you're in those spaces, people are going there knowing expecting that you know i'm going to sit down and quietly sort of listen to a, so- a song on acoustic guitar or mm-hmm. piano and, and and take it in that way so for, the, for in that in that regard things the shows have been well received yeah yeah well, that's great would you say that the the small venues are more popular now than let's say bigger venues in in the in the way of like because of quality of music again like maybe for maybe for 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 this style for like the folk folk style and for singer songwriters like not only small venues but the house concerts have become really popular over the past few years and and a lot of uh singer songwriters and roots and folk artists and country artists are sort of gravitating towards that because again it's 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 a smaller environment it's someone's living room uh they're going there um already with the intention to set a, sort of sit down and listen to mm-hmm. to somebody you know sing some 10 minute you know lyrical uh, you know story so you do house shows so house shows are, are great and, and you know that's those cool those are, always, uh, are, there, are there like ticket sales so that if you're going to show up then you got to like you know drop 15 bucks or yeah, something yeah awesome. there, there are, yeah usually it's set up some, some are there's, there are some networks of house, of house concerts that have been created um, or some people just kind of do their one off thing like you know Hugh has his house, and he has a monthly uh, series, and he, you know, hosts somebody, in it, you know. So, there, there's that as well. Wicked. Well, Mark, it's been great to have you back on the show, yeah, and uh, great to hear some of the songs from the new CD, Bluebird. Um, let's. Why don't you tell people where they can uh, get in touch with you, get their hands on the CD, yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, so, it's my website, uh, markmartire.com, and uh, there's links to, to. Uh, places to buy it to listen to it um lists of tour dates and um all that all that uh, fun online stuff okay and of course you mentioned uh, april 16th at say what what time do you go on stage probably around 10 yeah. yeah great that's something great to do on Ooh. a what is that what night of the week it's is saturday. saturday saturday even better Perfect. oh that's better right yeah. okay well mark thanks for doing this today thank you great to hear the new songs and um all the best and uh, we want to hear the next one too so hope you can come back so let's take a little break uh, Arthena and our next guest is in the house and uh, we're going to get her on here in a couple minutes right here on thatchannel.com this is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase.